0: The Soccer Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now and use code SGP. New customers can score $200 in bonus bets instantly when they bet just $5 on football. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code SGP. Also brought to you by GameTime. Time. Snag the tickets without the stress. Use promo code SGPN on your first purchase to save $20. Download the GameTime app now and use promo code SGPN. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Play Underdog Pick'em in college or NFL and win up to 20 times in one game. Use promo code SGPN at Underdog Fantasy for a 100% deposit bonus up to $100. And finally... We're brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. You are listening to the EPL show here on the Soccer Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. You can follow the Soccer Gambling Podcast on X at SGP Soccer. That's at SGP Soccer. You can follow the Sports Gambling Podcast Network on X at the SGP Network. That is at the SGP network. And finally, you can follow my other Twitter account where I tweet about all sports and where I will be releasing some free plays and where I post my monthly PL every single month. That is at Lock X. That's at Lock Betting X. I am a transparent and tracked handicapper. I post my P&L every single month and it always is the pin tweet on that X account at X. The last spreadsheet was the spreadsheet for the month of August and the month of August was my 123rd month in a row of transparent tracked profit. You don't need to scroll down to find all of the other spreadsheets. If you're trying to do your research, I encourage you to do it. I encourage you to do your due diligence, but it's nice and simple for you. All you need to do to see the other spreadsheets is head over to the website, LockBetting.com. If you want any further information about how to tell all of my picks, simply shoot me a DM on that X account that I just mentioned. It is once again, at LockBettingX. That's at LockBettingX.com. So, moving on with this edition of the EPL show, it's good to have the EPL back. I always hate it when the season starts and then you get this disruption for international football. However, This was good for certain teams. I do think that certain teams did need the break. My team in particular, Manchester United, probably benefited from this international break. But you're also looking at the likes of Newcastle United as well, who haven't really made the strongest start to the season. I think uh, Aston Villa's start has also been a little bit underwhelming compared to what people would have expected. As for other teams who probably didn't want it, Manchester City have been 100% so far. Tottenham have surprised a lot of people and Liverpool look like they may be back to their former best. We start with Liverpool here. They will be playing in the 12-30 kickoff. They travel to Wolves where Liverpool are the 1-2 favourites. It's 4-1 on the draw and Wolves are the 6-1 underdogs. I think Liverpool will have too much for Wolves. I think that's a common consensus. But I am worried about a couple of things here. Firstly, I want to get away from this 1-2 to minus 200 line. So I want to tack on a prop and I'm going to go for the goals. I think there'll be over two and a half goals in this game. If I tack that on, that gets me away from one to two minus 200 and instead gives me the price of even money plus 100, which is a far better price to take, obviously. But we're relying on perhaps Wolves making a contribution to that whilst Wolves are a team who last season only scored 31 goals and aren't exactly looking like a potent attacking threat this season, although they do look a little bit better in front of goal. As for the Liverpool side of things, despite the fact they started the season great, they did struggle in this specific spot last season, away from home, In the 12.30 kickoff on Saturday, this was Liverpool's nightmare slot last season. So there are a couple of things I'm worried about. But if you look at the statistical data going into the game, Liverpool might be able to get you over this over 2.5 prop themselves. They may be able to cash their over 2.5 team total which is individually priced up at 13 to 10. Given that Liverpool have scored eight goals, eight goals across their last three games and have scored at least three times in two of those games, whilst this Wolves side, they have conceded eight times this season and have shipped at least three in two of their last three. So, That could be the way to go if you are solely relying on Liverpool and not needing that Wolves contribution. Obviously, for an over two and a half goals, we would like a Wolves contribution. Liverpool have only one clean sheet this season and Wolves have scored in three of their four top flight games so far this season. And they did ship three last time out. So I don't think we should be too worried. I'm just really worried about the the spot. I'm worried about needing a Wolves goal. This isn't going to be the lock. This isn't going to be a heavy play. But we do pick every game on this show. So therefore, we are going to take Liverpool to get the win and continue their good start to the season. And we're going to tack on over two and a half goals, which gives us the price of even money plus 100 here for this one. Before we move on to the afternoon games, let me take a quick pause to tell you guys here about DraftKings. Football is back in full swing with another week of epic games. And who's got you covered on the action for every single one of them? DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. New customers can bet $5 on football and get $200 instantly in bonus bets. So get in on the NFL Week 2 action with DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now. Use the code SGP to sign up. And as I mentioned, new customers can bet just $5 and take home $200 instantly in bonus bets. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code SGP. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER, that's 1-800-G-A-M-B-L-E-R, see DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Let me also take this quick pause to tell you guys about game time. Buying tickets to your favourite events shouldn't be stressful And it has been for me multiple times. I go to loads of sporting events all around the world. I've been to watch the Labour Cup in Prague, regularly go to events here in the UK and in the USA as well. MLB, NBA, NFL, WWE, UFC. I go to all of it. And quite often it is stressful because it is a last minute decision. And we don't know if it's going to be... um, the best seat that we're buying. We don't know if better seats are going to be available. We don't know if it's going to be the best price. And sometimes you don't even know if you're going to get your actual ticket. I've been in situations one hour before the event where I can't get my ticket. I go to speak to Will Call. Will Call don't care because they're not affiliated with StubHub because they deal with Ticketmaster and they deal with sales made through the arena. So you're stuck. You're stuck in that situation and you are stressed. Game time is a fast and easy way to buy tickets for all sports, music, comedy and theater near you. And they have killer deals on last minute tickets and the best price guarantee. So you can actually stop all that stressing that the ticket buying causes and get hyped for the fun you will actually have at the event. Providing your team isn't taking a beating, which will make you regret coming in the first place. Also with game time, the game time guarantee means you'll get the best price always. And if you find tickets in the same section or row for less, game time will credit you 110% of the difference. You also get images of your seats before you buy, so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. Buy tickets in a matter of seconds, just two taps and you're set. And tickets are sent directly to your phone, so you never have to dig through your email. Snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app. Create an account and use code SGPN for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply, but again, create an account, redeem the code SGPN for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Moving on to the afternoon kickoffs, we start with a game here between Aston Villa and Crystal Palace where Aston Villa are the 19 to 20 favourites. So we're nearly getting even money there. It's 13 to 5 on the draw, and it's 16 to 5 here on Palace. I'm surprised to see Aston Villa at this price here because I strongly fancy them to win this game. I think this will be a high-scoring affair. I think over two and a half goals could be another way to go. All six of Aston Villa's competitive games this far, so far this season have featured three goals with total of 25 goals scored in those games. So Villa are the team to watch four goals. Crystal Palace, meanwhile, have seen 11 goals across their last two games while over two and a half goals has landed in four of the last six meetings between the two sides. But my lean still has to be on Aston Villa. They're a the far better team here. Their losses have come away to Newcastle and away to Liverpool games We probably expected them to lose at the start of the season despite the fact Villa were tipped to do good things. I think it's the manner of the defeats that have been most concerning. But Villa have replied by battering Burnley, although it was only a 3-1 score and they were the dominant team in that game, and battering Everton, which was a battering, it was 4-0. They've also battered Hibs in the Europa Conference League. And I think Crystal Palace are a little bit closer to Burnley and Everton than they are to Liverpool and Newcastle. So, I strongly fancy Villa here. Villa have scored at least three goals in four of the last five matches. And as I said, they've only lost to Newcastle and Liverpool. They beat Burnley 3-1 and uh, Crystal Palace have only won against Sheffield United, Plymouth and Wolves this season although they have only failed to score in one of their five matches so they could definitely contribute towards the scoring. Maybe you want to go down the route of taking Aston Villa with the over two and a half goals tacked on. For me I would be taking the two plays separately but I would definitely be having more on Aston Villa on the money line. I think this is a good bounce back spot for them to bounce back from that convincing defeat away to Liverpool. I think they'll win here. I I think Crystal Palace are a different team with the loss of Zaha and they still don't have Elise back. He's still injured. So they are really relying on Eze as their main man. And I think throughout the season, uh, they are going to be relying on individual players to hold up the attacking end of things for Crystal Palace. They're not a team who I think can repeat the attacking feats that they achieved towards the end of last season. I think they will regress to their normal state, which I think is going to be just above the relegation zone. Whilst not being in a relegation race, being comfortably away from relegation, I think they're going to be much closer to that as opposed to being able to get a top-half finish. As for Aston Villa, I think they'll be comfortably in the top half, and I do think they will still go and challenge for the top six. But if they're going to do that, they're going to need to win games like this, and I do think they'll pick up the win here in this one. Up next, we look at the game here between Fulham and Luton Town, where Fulham are the 7-10 to 10 favourites. It's 3-1 to one on the draw, and it's 4-1 to one here on Luton. Listen, it's difficult for me to make a case for Luton to win. Any of their away games in the Premier League this season it would not surprise me if they have an O in their number of away wins. They may pick up a point here and there, but even on a week to week basis, it will be difficult for me to pick for, for me to pick them to pick up points anywhere so it's almost an automatic for me i'm going to take Fulham to win this one. Luton have made a miserable miserable start to life in the Premier League, losing each of their opening three games, and I think a fourth successive defeat is on the cards here against. Fulham, they can get back on track after losing last time out. They may not be able to keep Luton out entirely and Luton could contribute towards the scoring. They could be competitive here, but ultimately I think the result at the end of the day from Craven Cottage will be three points for Fulham. Nothing more to say here. There's nothing more to say about Fulham. This is all about Luton. This is all about Luton being out of their depth in the Premier League. It has been a baptism of fire for Luton, and I don't think it's going to get any better here against a, a Fulham side who held their own against Arsenal away from home. They got that 2-2 draw against Arsenal. Yes, they were thrashed against Manchester City last time out, but We have to look at the stats in that game. We'll talk about that a little bit more when we get to the Manchester City side of things. Fulham were the better side for parts of that game. Fulham made the better start. They went toe-to-toe with Manchester City. They lost the game against Manchester City by five goals to one, where they conceded seven shots and five shots on target, and every single one of them went in. So the 5-1 doesn't really tell you who Fulham are and who Fulham are is a much better team than Luton. So we're going to take Fulham here nice and simple on the money line to get it done. And we'll take the price of 7-10 to 10 here in this one. The Manchester United game should be next, but that will be covered exclusively over on BetMufc, along with a recap of the Arsenal game. I said I was going to do a separate show looking at the issues at Manchester United with Anthony, with Jaden Sancho. Because we have two BetMufc's to do this week, I'm going to cover those issues within the show. So they're going to be bumper shows. We're going to look back at the Arsenal game. We're going to look ahead to the Brighton game. We're going to look ahead to the Bayern Munich game. We're going to. Look look back at the Brighton game on the Bayern Munich show and we're going to have to integrate a discussion for the issues with Anthony with Jaden Sancho with the Glazers so they're going to be bumper editions of better UFC but we will have two of them coming so we're going to cancel that show where we solely look at the issues because we have two games to look at this week and it begins with the Brighton show which will be dropping in the next 24 hours with that Arsenal recap as well so we move straight on to Tottenham at home to Sheffield United where Tottenham are the 1-3 favourites to win this game it's 5-1 on the draw and it's 10-1 here on Sheffield United obviously we think Spurs will win this game but we want to get away from this 1-3 line I think Tottenham could do this with a clean sheet. I think it's always difficult to make a case for Sheffield United to score. Tottenham have made a superb start to the season, posting three wins and a draw from their four games. So I think they could definitely pick up a home win against Sheffield United. They've only shipped four Premier League goals this season so far. And two of them were on the opening day against Brentford. So they won at home with a clean sheet against Man United. They won at Bournemouth with a clean sheet as well. I think there's a good chance they could keep a clean sheet here against a Sheffield United team who are very, very shot shy. Their strategy seems to be to sit in, to stop teams from scoring and to try and nick something. They're not going to nick anything here from this game. Sheffield United have only scored four goals in five matches in all competitions this season. Whilst Tottenham have made a strong start, it would not surprise me to see this be a, this be a game where We see Tottenham win 3, 4 or 5-0. I think that's how convincing it's going to be. A comfortable day at the office for Tottenham. Our main lean is going to be Tottenham to win to nil. But it would not surprise me if Tottenham cover a pretty strong handicap handicap line here in this game. The final game here from Saturday is going to be... Manchester City's trip to West Ham, or this the final game from the three o'clock kickoff, sorry, because we still have the 5.30 kickoff as well. So this is the final game from the three o'clock slate. Manchester City are the one to two favourites, the winner at West Ham. It's 18 to five on the draw and it's 11 to two here on West Ham. Coming off the international break, I don't think we are going to get the best version of Manchester City. But it's fair to say, despite the fact they won 5-1 against Fulham, I don't think we've seen the best version of Manchester City so far this season. They have seem to be doing what they need to do to win. And against the David Moyes team, you know what you're going to get. David Moyes is going to set his West Ham team up to be difficult to beat. And they're going to try and win this game on the counter-attack. That worked for them against Chelsea. It worked for them against Brighton. It won't work for them here against Man City because I do believe Manchester City will score the first goal. And even if they don't, West Ham are going to go back to sitting in and they're going to invite Manchester City to come on to them. So if West Ham scored a first goal in this game against the run of play and their tactic does work, they're still going to invite Manchester City on and I still think Manchester City will be able to score the two goals that they need to win this game. I also think if Manchester City scored a first goal, it's not suddenly going to bring West Ham out of their shell. And if it does and Manchester City are able to score and exploit the gaps, I don't think they're going to score three or four or five. So I think the easiest way to play this is going to be the safe and trusted approach to Manchester City games. Manchester City to win with under four and a half goals tacked on. That takes your selection on Manchester City to one to two, to 10 to 11 minus 110. So once again, your selection is going to be the tried and trist, tried and trusted play for Manchester City. It's going to be Manchester City to pick up the win with the under four and a half goals tacked on, and that one moves it from one to two minus two hundred to ten to eleven minus one ten on City and under four and a half goals here in this one. Before we move on to Saturday's late game and the two games that we're going to look at from Sunday. Let me take a pause here to tell you guys about Hall of Fame bets. Win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame bets, the sporting betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every NFL, NBA, MLB, and soccer bet with historical stats and data. Download the Hall of Fame bets app or visit hofbets.com and use the promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame bets, stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame bets to craft more intelligent data-driven bets. Once again, download the Hall of Fame bet apps or visit hofbets.com and use the promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Finally, let me tell you guys once again about underdog fantasy. This week we have a special promotion. They're giving away $100,000 and all you need to do is to make a pickem selection that includes two passing yards 277.5 higher or lower. That's it. Underdog is going to select 10 random winners to give out 10k to each one of you. So, watch along, make your picks, and maybe make a little cash over on Underdog's mobile app or website, underdogfantasy.com. When you sign up with the promo code SGPN, Underdog will double your first deposit up to $100. So, once again, that's Underdog Fantasy and the promo code SGPN. Moving on to the late game on Saturday. It is Newcastle United at home to Brentford where Newcastle are the 8 to 13 favorites to win this game despite coming into this on a three game losing streak it's 10 to 3 on the draw and it's 5 to 1 here on Brentford now i can understand some of the love that both brighton and brentford are getting this week i've heard on multiple shows multiple radio shows heard multiple predictions that have um, predicted both Brentford and Brighton to win. I don't necessarily go along with that because Manchester United have lost in London to Tottenham and Arsenal. We know that was a game where Manchester United were well on top in the first half and uh, didn't get given a penalty and went on to lose it. And then against Arsenal, I thought Eric Ten Hag had a decent game plan in that game and United robbed of three points when Garnaccio scored a a goal that was clearly a goal. Um, So I'm not reading into that. And I'm also not doing that with Newcastle. Newcastle lost to 10-man Liverpool because they didn't know how to see that game out. They were confused as to whether to go for it or as to whether they should sit on what they had. And in the end, we saw a mishmash of, of the two things. And then we saw Darwin Nunes just score two goals, just pull two rabbits out of the hat. And Newcastle were beaten, and they lost to 10 men. Liverpool it was a freak result. If you played that game 10 times, Liverpool would only win one of those with 10 men. And that's just what happened to happen. Um, against Manchester City away... Many people expected Newcastle to get something from that game just because of the spot. Now, Manchester City are used to being in that spot. They are used to the midweek weekend dichotomy. So I wasn't as high on Newcastle as some, but obviously you had the pre-season situation. Manchester City season lasted two weeks longer, so they got two weeks longer off. And they weren't as fresh and prepared for the season as other teams, at least in terms of um, what people were thinking. But this is Manchester City. They have incredible squad depth. They know how to overcome these situations. They've got crazy resilience. And they've got a manager who prepares perfectly for every situation. They wouldn't have had two extra weeks off unless he knew they could come into the season and be firing at least maybe not on all cylinders but at least to a level where they were able to pick up points and as we stand they have lifted the Europa Super Cup the UEFA Super UEFA Super Cup sorry and have won all of their league games they've done what they needed to do Newcastle's one really bad result in my opinion comes away to Brighton I think that will be concerning But here at home, I think Newcastle get it done here against the Brentford side, who themselves haven't been as good as they were last season. They've dropped points in games that you would have expected them to win. So I definitely think Newcastle would be the way to go. And I think a lot of people are very easily disregarding both Manchester United and and Newcastle's home records from last season. Newcastle had the fifth best home record in the Premier League. Now, you play 19 home games in a Premier League season. Newcastle won 11 matches at St. James's Park. Now, it has been a underwhelming start to the season, especially when you factor in the fact that Newcastle won 5-1 against Aston Villa, but they need to get that shit back on track because they've lost three games in a row and the Champions League going to start and people thought the Champions League would be the time where Newcastle struggle as they start with the midweek weekend dichotomy for one of the first times in a long time for them so that would be the period where many port they would struggle but you have to also look at the running Newcastle have had an absolutely nightmare running a nightmare start to the season not just in terms of on field but on paper as well the form does need immediate attention And uh, I think we see a performance here which is more similar to the 5-1 against Aston Villa as Newcastle do manage to bounce back. So we are going to take Newcastle here. I'm sold on Newcastle. I'm looking at last season's home form. I'm looking at 11 wins in 19 home games. I'm also looking at a side who only lost twice at home, only conceded 14 goals. So whilst I wouldn't say that's fortress form. I wouldn't say, say St. James's Park is a fortress when you compare it to Manchester City at the Etihad or even Man United at Old Trafford. It was still very, very impressive and they should have enough to beat a Brentford side who are struggling without Ivan Tony. I think it's fair to say they are missing his goals and I think this is a good spot here to take Newcastle to get back on track. We're not going to add anything to it I'm happy with the 8-13. It's short, yes. It's juiced, yes. A lot of people saying too short. A lot of people are making a case for Brentford, but I'm not. I think Newcastle get their season back on track here. We're going to play it nice and simple. Newcastle on the money line at the price of 8-13 to here in this one. We now move over to Sunday, and we look at the game here between Bournemouth and Chelsea where Bournemouth are the 10-3 underdogs. It's 3-1 on the draw, and it's 4-5 here on Chelsea. I think Chelsea will win this game, but I'm not going to take him here at 4-5, given their start to the season. Obviously, the um, the home defeat against Nottingham Forest was very damning. Fans also weren't happy about them losing in the London derby, 3-1 away to West Ham. Their performances have been good. The performance against Liverpool was good. The performance against Luton was good. Their performance had been good in those games. And they were good for large periods of the game against West Ham. It's just last time out, they were very, very poor, not able to break down Nottingham Forest. So that is cause for some concern. But... Overall Chelsea's metrics aren't too bad. They're not conceding too many shots. They are creating chances. Their xG is high. They should be putting more they should be putting more chances away and ultimately I think they have the statistics of a team that will come good. As for Bournemouth, we knew they were going to be a front-foot team when Areola got the job. That's what the owners wanted. And that's what they're getting. And I think their games are going to contain goals. It doesn't surprise me to see the over two and a half goals here juiced at a price of four to six, minus 150. But I definitely think this is a selection that will hit. I think that Chelsea are showing signs of being a team who are going to go off and are going to start scoring more goals. I think form of style of play under the new manager lends itself to goals and therefore I think over two and a half is a very very simple way to play this game it makes the most sense I can't take Chelsea as a favourite away from home based on what I've seen so far so we're just going to take the over 2.5 here for this one. Saka takes That was Declan Rice robbing Manchester United of a point. The referee already robbed us of three points, but we'll talk all about that over on BetMUFC. We're going to move on to the Arsenal game here, but the exclusive place where we're going to look back at Arsenal and Man United is over on BetMUFC. That's also where we're going to look ahead to the Brighton game, where we're going to look at the Anthony and Jadon Sancho situation and where we're going to look ahead to the Bayern Munich game. That's going to happen across two episodes. Don't forget, the Champions League is back next week. Here on the Soccer Gambling Podcast, we're going to have a future show looking at all of the groups, and we're going to have a key game show like we do every single year looking at the key games of match day one. But if you want more than that, if you want every single game covered, then you need to head over to LockBetting. You can head over to LockBetting.com and get yourself a podcast pack, or you can just simply search LockBetting on Apple Podcasts. You'll see that some of the shows are free, like the Bundesliga show, we give that away for free every single weekend. But the European show is a subscriber show and your Champions League bonus shows are subscriber shows as well. So you'll need to right click to subscribe to those shows and you'll get two bonus episodes of Champions League content. On Tuesday, I cover every single Tuesday game. And on Wednesday, I cover every single Wednesday game as well. So they are going to be exclusive bonus shows along with a Europa League show as well. So on Thursday, you get a Europa League and Europa Conference League key game show exclusive to Lock Betting subscribers. So as I said, you can go to lockbetting.com, follow the steps there, and uh, I will hit you up with a message to add you to the WhatsApp group where podcasts are posted, or you can do it all by yourself. You can just go to to Apple Podcast, search Lock Betting and then click the right-click button to subscribe and you'll get the European show, the two Champions League shows, all the games from Tuesday, all the games from Wednesday and the Europa League show as well, which features Europa Conference League selected picks as well. So let's move on to this final game where we will talk about Arsenal, who, as I mentioned, stole three points against Manchester United. They now travel to Everton, looking to build off that. They are the four seven favourites to do it. It's seven to two on the draw, and it's 21 to four here on Everton. Arsenal should be an automatic pick here, especially if they want to win the title this season. But They just don't do well against Everton. And I can see this being a letdown spot against Arsenal. Arsenal haven't looked good in any of their games so far this season. And I'm not saying Everton have. Everton have looked absolutely woeful. Everton look like relegation contenders. However, Arsenal have an absolutely woeful record at Goodison Park. They have no win at Goodison Park since 2017. And just one... Point from five trips to Goodison. They've only won two of the last six Premier League away games. And I don't think Everton are as bad as their results so far this season suggest. I think they are just struggling to put the ball in the back of the net. And I'm not saying they're going to do that here against Arsenal, but I am saying that I'm going to fade Arsenal. I'm saying I'm going to fade Arsenal because to win this game simply because I've not been impressed with what I've seen so far. They're coming to a ground where they don't do good. And I do think it's a, I do think it's a letdown spot off the back of picking up that win against Manchester United, which was massively lucky. Um, the safest way to play this would be to take Everton plus one that means that Arsenal need to win by two goals in order for you to lose. If Everton win by a single goal, you do have the security of a push. If Everton avoid a defeat here, you do end up winning the selection. Everton to avoid a defeat on the double chance market is a 6-4 to four plus 150 selection, but Everton plus one is also a plus money selection at 11-10. to 10. So getting plus 110 with push protection if Everton lose by a single goal. I think that's a better way to go. I do You see Arsenal being able to nick this game. Arsenal have managed to grind out wins so far this season without looking impressive. They won by two goals to one on the opening day against Nottingham Forest. They were unimpressive in winning 1-0 away to Crystal Palace. They were unimpressive in A 2-2 draw against Fulham, where they allowed a 10-man Fulham team to equalise them. And they were unimpressive in stealing a game from Manchester United that Manchester United won fair and square by two goals to one. So the referees are certainly on Arsenal's side. It seems like the Premier League do want a title race this season and they've decided that Arsenal are their best hope. Personally, looking at the results and performances so far, I would think Liverpool are the best hope. I think Liverpool are the best team best equipped team to mount a title challenge from what I've seen so far. But um, many people pointing to Arsenal. I don't think that's going to come to fruition. I think this team are going to run out of gas. Something's not right. Something's not clicking. And Arsenal are going to drop silly points this season. And it would not surprise me to see their poor record over the last six years at Goodison Park continuing here. My selection for this game is going to be Everton plus one in the Asian handicap market. And as I said, this is a plus money selection at 11 to 10, plus 110 for your Super Sunday game between Everton and Arsenal. Closing out with my lock on this show. Lots of stuff I like in the EPL this weekend. Lockbetting.com clients will be getting plenty of EPL action this weekend. Um, I narrowed my lockdown to three home favourites, all of whom I think should win this weekend. I think Aston Villa are way too good for Palace. Aston Villa's defeats have come against top-tier opponents away from home. At home, they are very strong and they should be too strong for Palace. It's difficult, as I said, for me to see Luton winning any game away from home. I think they're going to be completely outclassed in the EPL this season, so I like Fulham. And I also like Newcastle to bounce back because I think they're in a false position at the moment. And I think Brentford at home represents a good chance for them to win. I've ended up landing on Newcastle because they their, their start has been the most surprising. When you look at the run-in, it really shouldn't be because it is a difficult run-in. But off the back of that 5-1 home win to then lose three games in a row, that is surprising. Eddie Howe has received a lot of praise. And he deserves it. And this Newcastle team deserve it. He's built a very, very strong team here. And the evidence is the fact that they had the fifth best home record in the Premier League last season, winning 11 of 19 matches at St. James's Park. If you can beat Aston Villa by five goals to one, you're doing something right. And that's the type of, form- type of performance I'm expecting from them here. So I'm going to take Newcastle as my lock in this bounce back spot. It is the most juice selection that we could have taken at the price of 8-13. to 13, But I want to win as many locks as possible this season. I want to stay 100%. And therefore, that's why I've ended up going with Newcastle. But as I mentioned, plenty of stuff I like in the EPL this weekend if you want to get my my additional plays, head over to lockbetting.com. You can also go there if you want to get my additional podcast. As I mentioned, I'm talking about the EPL show. I'm talking about every single game covered in the Champions League, but you're also going to get extensive coverage of the Champions League right here on the Soccer Gambling Podcast. So make sure you are subscribed to the show. You're going to get Scamessa Italia this weekend. You're going to get two episodes of BET MUFC. You're going to get the Champions League Future Show. You're going to get the Europa League and Europa Conference League Future Show. And as I already mentioned, you're going to get the Champions League key game show as well, which is a selection of hand-picked games from match day one as the Champions League returns on Tuesday. So that's a ton of content. You'll get it for free on the Soccer Gambling Podcast. The only way to make sure you never miss a show is to make sure you are subscribed to the feed. If you are making money from the content, please, please, please leave a five-star review. It would be very much appreciated. That's it for me. Good luck with all of your bets as always, guys, and thanks for listening.